Sweet. A warm welcome back, guys. Uh, podcast number 39. Me and Chris are almost at a full year. A full year, eh? Coming round. Um, we, well, first of all, thanks for listening last week. Thanks for the, the downloads, the shares. Don't forget, as always, followers, go and hit that, what is it, subscribe button, follow button, whatever it is, Spotify, Apple. Uh, make sure that you do that for us and get it shared as well. Especially find it valuable. What were you going to say? I don't know. What, I don't know. What, what was I, I gonna thought say? you were going to say. I thought you were no. going to say. Then you look like you're about to. About to. No, jump I was, was going to say. You, you mentioned something about a full year, and I was going to say something. I can't remember what I was going to say, so I didn't say anything. And then we're on, we're on you on talking, and then now that's that, that happens. That doesn't it when I, I keep a lot, a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot actually. Bother, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no big thanks for for obviously everyone that's listened, tuned in. This week we are going to be having a little. Uh, a little uh, chat about mindset around like a long haul fat loss journey. We are more than aware. You guys will hopefully be more than aware now. If you're not, you will be by the end of this podcast or by uh, by the end of my next sentence that um, 12 weeks is not enough for a fat loss journey uh, for the majority of people. Uh, in fact, for anyone who's wanting to lose more than a stone, it's not going to be enough because you don't learn all of the different phases, etc. But we're not going through the phases today. We're actually going through the mindset and what kind of like goes through like your head, the different obstacles that you'll come across, you know, mentally. So let's look at this from a whole year perspective. Right, Chris? So we'll, we'll look at every single bit. And I think this is uh, I came up with um, it was actually when I was down at Perform X in, in London. One of the one of the coaches, someone asked one of the speakers, they said, how long should any client work with you? Do you believe in your opinion for a minimum time? OK, this, by the way, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, it's uh, Cal Raystrick, who's team pro coach. I hope I got that right yeah. uh, now. And he's probably like the the UK, probably even the world's uh, leading transformation coach right now. And he said he went honest opinion. He went 12 months minimum. And I agree with him. And some of the stuff that he came out with on the back of this was like, you know, he said, if someone learns or if someone's with you for six months and that six months involves Christmas and their birthday, but doesn't involve a holiday, doesn't involve certain work events, et cetera. Yes, you might use the same tools, but in their mind, they haven't learned to manage those events. And it's quite funny how the mind works as you go through different things, you know, along your journey. So, you know, you think about it. If someone, if you're with a coach, by the way, guys, for 12, uh, 12 years, 12 months, um, and you're, you're learning every little aspect, every obstacle that you face, you know, from holidays to stressful home situations to having a newborn, um, except like all of these different demands that, that might approach you throughout that year, you then obviously learn how to manage them. And then what that does in your head is that ingrains you with confidence, right? Again, the reason that most people fail to achieve a long-term sustainable result is because they fail to adapt to the demands of life. So this mindset over a long-haul fat loss journey, Chris briefly touched on it actually in the last podcast, where he was saying about, you know, you want to look past 12 weeks and you want to think, you know, where does this look from here? You know, what, what kind of goes on in that longer term? And I mean, I'll let you jump in, Chris. Like, you know, think about like where's where is someone's head at the start of their journey? I mean, just just going back to that point that I made on the last podcast, mm-hmm. like you'll breed confidence by learning the skills of how to lose body fat and how that how okay. that occurs. So doing them, right? 
Yeah. Learning so and doing them. Yeah, you you breed confidence because you take action, you learn from that, and essentially understand how you and your body reacts to certain situations and what what's required essentially. That will change depending on your circumstances. But from a from a mindset point of view as well, on top of that is that you will learn skills but also awareness about yourself in those situations which is massive so you will learn how you react when you've got a really high highly stressful period at work and how that impacts your training and how that impacts your sleep and how it impacts your nutrition choices you will learn that it's not fun it's not enjoyable and there's there's for me there's no other way of learning it than just putting yourself in those situations and pe- people are fearful of doing that because they're like, oh, well, I've, you know, all or nothing mentality. Oh, well, I fucked it, so I'm just going to go back to the way I was. Yeah. So, and that and that probably leads me to my point um, about where people's heads are at the start of the fat loss journey is it's probably, it's, it's probably twofold in a sense that actually motivation could be really, really high at that point because it's like, oh, right, you know, I've made this decision to lose body fat so i'm motivated to go to the gym i'm motivated to eat well the challenges from that point of view in terms of being motivated and inspired can drop off when you might not see the results you expect in a a time frame that's relatively unrealistic then there's like the the fear aspect of our world it's you know it's just my body i've never been able i've never been able to lose body fat so i might as well just just accept that this is the way that I am, which is a load of fucking horseshit. Good old limiting right. beliefs, eh? Yeah. So there's there's yeah, limiting beliefs. There's that, that fear factor or that barrier that's that's there. So it's about understanding that you're gonna have to break down these barriers. Like again and again and again. And that's you're gonna be doing that for the rest of your life in one way or another. When it comes to fat loss, you'll find that you'll be doing it more often than not. And yep. That's you, you almost build up a resilience or like you know thicker skin when it comes to you know what I'm, it's not it's not been the best week but if you can draw a line under that quickly with a bit of thick skin understanding that no two weeks are the same that challenges are going to arise whether it's shit's going on at home or shit's going on at work or you know something something bad has happened like this stuff this stuff's going to happen it's life. Um, yeah. So from a mindset point of view, you're going to have a lot of mindset challenges and that's going to vary from person to person, genuinely is. Like you've got different ends of the spectrum. Some might struggle with it much more. Some might be, you know, pretty, pretty well adverse to some challenges because of whatever, whatever's previously happened in their life potentially. Yeah. But it, yeah, the, the, there's two different ways of looking at it. You, you, motivation can be really, really high. But with that can come unrealistic expectations unless it's outlined to you what's realistic. And then there's also that limiting belief, fear factor of, well, I've never been able to do it before, so why is this going to be any different? So you've kind of got two ends of the spectrum there and you're almost you're almost kind of like, it's like playing, you know, like devil's advocate a little bit or not, not devil's advocate, but, you know, you've kind of got, Jekyll and Hyde, you've got one, one, one side of you that's like really motivated, buzzing to it, and another side of you that's kind of just going, yeah, but you've not been able to do it before, so why is this different? So you've got doubt. So you've got like high motivation and doubt chucked in, mixed together, 
And it's like, right, this is going to be a mix of some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some, it, that's my summary, just a mix of some shit. Yeah. And I, I like that. <laughs> there you go, guys. That's your takeaway. We're done. We're off. <laughs> just, just mix up some shit. Um, but it's no, good, I think it's as good as I could come up with in three words. It, it, words. It's solid. I think, you know, if you, <clears throat> if you zoom out of, of a journey, right? Everyone will understand this that not even just when we look at fat loss, when we just look at life, there's an analogy that me and Chris use in a training about um, managing your cravings, which is called surfing the wave, right? And you surf the wave in life, okay? As simple as that, right? So life in general, you have good days, you have bad days, okay? With your fat loss journey, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, okay? So things are going to change. Now, I, I'm going to give an example, actually, of a client I was literally just talking to this morning. First came to us all over the shop, okay? Literally all over the shop. I mean, I literally couldn't give him one thing to do, this individual, uh, because it just wouldn't get done. And we spoke quite openly about this morning. It's remarkable, the changes for this individual, because head was all over, nothing was happening, you know, that he wasn't taking action. Confidence was diminishing because he wasn't doing the things that he said he was going to do. Um, and then as a break, I sort of like, look, mate, take some time out, like this isn't working right now. And then gets his head back in a better place, comes back to us now, comes, comes back to us. And he was like, right, I'm going to do this, 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 this. And I was like, no, you're not. I was like, you're going to do this. And what I did was I took a huge step back of everything that I'd given him. And I was like, I'm just going to ask you to do this one thing. And this has actually been hugely successful. The breakthrough that we've had literally this morning at the time of recording this. And, um, you know, we spoke about, you know, the fact of how he's pushing through. He's looking at, you know, days when he's been stressed. He's looking at days when work has kicked off and he hasn't made it to the gym. And he's looking at how he can manage his life better. So he's looking at one thing at a time. And I think this is huge as you go through a journey because this is exactly the same thing that happens in your journeys, right? You might have a month, two months, three months, however long. You might have a duration of time where you make incredible success, right? And you're you're elated. You're surfing the wave. You're literally, you're stood up on that surfboard, you know, hands above your head, listening to, I don't know, listening to music. Surfers probably do nowadays, waterproof headphones and that. But you're having the time of your life surfing this wave, but do you know what happens with every single wave? It comes crashing down, right? And there's nothing myself, nor Chris, nor any psychology, emotional expert or whatever can do to stop your wave crashing. At some point, it will crash. However, when you, when you do crash, there are things that we can do to get you out of that pit hole as quickly as possible, right? And not only that, there are things that we can do to make sure that when you come crashing down, you don't go as low as what you did last time. And I, I, I don't really have like a fancy name for word in this, but it's just like it's pushing through. And it's like, right, you, you recognize, you become aware that you're on this little bit of a downward um, turn. 
you recognize this, you recognize the patterns, the habits, the behaviors, and you start to then ask yourself questions which give you the right answers and you start to pull up. And this is what a wave does, right? The wave comes down, it crashes, and then it picks up. Some waves are taller than others, etc. This is literally, this wave analogy is perfect for describing your mindset during um, a fat loss journey, during a health and fitness journey, right? There's going to be times where you're frigging awesome. And I can pull this in to you know, what a lot of you guys say that you want and need, right? You all want and need training programs, uh, you know, that are built for you, your life. You all want and need nutritional guidance and support that's, you know, again, built into your life. And they're the things that you want. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need them. 100% you do. Like, you know, every single person needs them, okay? They are super important. But you soon get to know those things very, very well. And this is what happens on these journeys. And I know Chris will agree with me is people go, right, it's all right, I've got my training, my nutrition, I'm sorted. But the problem is on this longer term fat loss journey, the mindset of the individual in that situation, they get cocky. They think then at this stage that they know it all. And then what happens is they come crashing. The wave comes. So they're saying this when they're surfing the wave, they're at the top of the wave, time of their life, everything's going well. And my thing, I'll always just say, I'm like, I'm just waiting for this person to crash because you know it's going to happen because it happens to every single person. But why do I say, not in a bad way, I'm waiting for this person to crash. I'm waiting for them to crash. That means that I'm keeping my eye on them and I'm watching out for the red flags. And then when I see the first turn of their behavior, I jump on it straight away. Like, let's get, let's get on a call. Let's speak about this. Let's counteract it and pull them back out of it. And that obviously, I guess that kind of also leads into guess, like the importance of, of coaches of the likes of myself and Chris to keep your head back on and focusing on the things that, that we know are going to give you the result ultimately that you want. But that mindset game, what I wanted to do by, if you're like speaking about this today, was kind of put this over to you to kind of go, it's frigging normal, right? It's normal to have good times. It's normal to have bad times. And you only have to look at life in general to recognize that. 100%. Mike out. <laughs> Mine was mixed with some shit. Yours was a, a lengthy explanation. A lengthy explanation. I think it's just it's just digging that little bit deeper, isn't it? And I mean, we can this can go down so many rabbit holes, right? It can go down managing expectations. It can go down what you're focusing on. It can go back to the last podcast in terms of, you know, where you're at to where you currently want to get to, uh, you know, the fact that you're not getting there, etc. All these different things. But if people just have the appreciation that there's going to be times in your head where you're literally buzzing and there's going to be times in your head where you're in a bit of a slump, right? But what people do is when they're in the good place, like I just said, they get carried away. And when they're in the tough and challenging places, what happens to the language inside their head? I can't do, you, you touched on it. I can't do this anymore. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm big boned. I'm meant to be this way, right? You know, I've always been overweight. I've tried everything, right? When people get into that negative headspace, they talk their frigging self out of it. And that, that's the bit that I guess like it's kind of like why I wanted to, like I say, put this on here is to just open this up to go, first of all, you're frigging normal, but there's also a way out of it. Like by asking better quality questions, basically, you know, why am I actually feeling like this? You know, what could I do better, et cetera? Yeah. And that that's why having somebody looking at what's going on yep. 
holistically for you is so important. <clears throat> Having some numbers to suggest, right, that this could could be a reason why I feel like this, or this could be a reason why there has been a downturn. Or it could just be having a conversation about where that person's at because they have had a week's shit night's sleep. But when you're in it and you're you're flying, you you don't listen to the noise because you think you've cracked it. Then yep. when you crash from the wave and you like <clears throat> then you bury your head. Again, you don't listen to the noise. All the noise is, is just blurred out. So there's got to be a happy medium of understanding that stuff's going to happen, shit's going to happen. We talk about having a level head, and it's not always easy. We're human beings. We're not wired up to have a fucking you know, level head all the time. Um, but having someone in your corner that's looking at the numbers, that's looking at things that you can just go, you know what, yeah, last week wasn't great, but nothing you can do about it now. All you can do is just focus on this week ahead. What are your plans for that? Oh, well, you know what, actually, yeah, maybe, maybe I should train three times a week instead of trying to train five times a week. Yeah. Maybe I should just focus on protein and that's it and not worry about carbs and fats as another example. The moment you've got somebody to just simplify things for you in that moment is the moment that you literally turn a corner. The amount, the amount of voice notes or calls that I've had and I've sent, like, you're overcomplicating this. You're overthinking this. Your expectations are ridiculously unrealistic. <laughs> Look at what's going on. This has happened. This has happened. This has happened. And you reel off a list of things that have actually happened that are, are going to have an impact on that person at that given time. And then to have a voice note sent back or, or that person just kind of have a light moment and go, yeah, you know what? You're so fucking right. Yeah. I'm like, I know I'm right. That's why I'm your coach and that's why you pay me because I'm here to help you on this journey and actually make sense of all this stuff that's going on because that's what we do as coaches. We are literally like... We, we make sense of their situation. Yeah, them. but we, we, we use data. Now that data is can be numbers, but it can also be like body language. It can be tone of voice. It can be this person hasn't spoke to me for two weeks. Something's not quite right. Exactly. I'm going to have to speak to this person and chase them up. Because there's 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 two ways of looking at it. If I don't if if we don't hear anything, we can assume everything's fine. But there's also potentially something else underlying going on. So and we've literally had a conversation before we jumped on this about that. And yeah. that's that is the the biggest moment for people in in their long term fat loss journey is those moments where you need that support. And people don't understand that. Like, sure, you could you could probably go and lose some weight on your own. No problem. Like, go and Google some shit. You'll find out a lot. The internet, like, it's got everything you need. Go Google it. You can yeah. find out you can find out a calorie target for, for your current body body composition. You can find yeah. out a training program that may or may not work for you, but go give it a try. You know, go get injured or just go and perform something pretty poorly. But yeah, you might get a bit of a result. You might, genuinely, because you can because that's the word one person the odd one person might get an amazing result yeah genuinely you're like fine (laughs) but without the accountability without the bird's eye view on what's going on and how that fits into where you're currently at then you you're going to be really really on a longer journey and not a sustainable one either because ultimately then you are kind of second guessing a lot of the time as well I'm not actually learning the skills. So and I think that's that's one thing that, that I guess it probably does annoy me. So I'll go off on a bit of rant here. It's like 
it's almost like people don't see it as acquiring knowledge and acquiring experience and acquiring skills. It's like, it, like the you, whole thing is like, you're you learning about yourself. Like you're learning about how your body reacts to potentially being on lower calories or you're learning how hard you can push in the gym. And you'll be amazed at what you're actually capable of compared to like what you think you're capable of. Yeah. And there's this like naive nature in people where it's just like, Oh yeah, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll just I'll just do this a couple of times a week, and I'll yeah I'll I'll you know I'll, just, I'll I'll drink smoothies for for four weeks and lose weight. It's like just stop being so naive that that's the approach you need to take. Like it's a load of shit. Like just 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 think about just think about having a smoothie for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for four weeks. Just think about how miserable that is. Like just just just. Stop and think how idiotic that is. And then also just think like, I actually don't have a fucking Scooby what I'm doing in the gym. But like just admit that. Like people don't, people are so afraid of admitting that I actually need some help here. So yeah. fucking ask for it. Like, I, I know that I'm, I might not sound like the most approachable man right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> I'm so passionate about helping people that just like, I can help, like we can help you literally transform your life. We have done with hundreds of people like it just and it just baffles me that people are so like oh you know what well i'm not i'm not going to pay that because it's, it's not i don't i don't see the value in it you don't see the value in totally transforming your life acquiring the skills and the knowledge and the experience that you can use for the rest of your life if you're 30 40 45 years old you're going to be on this planet for the 40 fucking years 6 12 18 months of your life with us can set you up for 40 years have you thought about that Oh no! Well, I didn't think about that. No, it's just—it's just too expensive. The cost of it's too much. It's a fucking investment. Think of it long term. Like you could learn skills and knowledge that you can pass on to your kids. That means that they can pass on to their kids. Like fuck me! Like we're, we live in a world where there's so much information, and people are like, oh, so I'll just go on YouTube. Bollocks! Fuck off! Like that doesn't mean anything to you unless you've got someone who can support you around what that looks like for you with the demands of your life. End of podcast. <clears throat> that, that is the, I'm not, I'm not touching on anything else. Guys, it took us to the end of podcast two of Crispin back just to get that rant. And that is, uh, I mean, I agree with every single thinking point that you've just come out with there because it, that, that, that is... That is you know what? Like, I don't even need to add to it. No, it just like it just it just anno- it does annoy me actually. I think, and I don't I, I don't know what triggered that, but it just it does annoy me because it's like, oh yeah, it's just you know. And listen, I get that like there are financial challenges, yeah. but people people see it as that. Oh, I'm, I'm, no, I can't. I, it's a cost. It's a cost. It's a yeah. cost. Well, what happens for the next twenty years when you carry on with the shit habits that you've got now? And then you fucking are poorly and you've got ill health and you're in hospital. Like as morbid and as horrible as that sounds, like it happens. Trust me. Like we're trying to help you in this given moment, as well as extending your life and increasing the quality of your life. So that if you did want to go on a fucking backpacking trip to South America, which by the way, two of my clients have done who are in their sixties because They've resistance trained. They've managed their nutrition because they're active. If you don't do that now and you're 40, when you retire, you're not going to be able to do that. 
think longer term, think bigger, because if you don't do that and you see it as a cost now, but not an investment for later on in your life, you're already fucking screwed. Yeah. Like, and, and, and again, it might sound morbid, it might sound shit, but it's the reality of it. Like I'm at peace with the fact that we are all going to die. Like we cannot avoid that. So like we, sh- we need to talk about that more and understand that there's decisions that you're going to take today are genuinely going to help you live longer. There's also decisions that you could be making today that are making your life shorter. Like think about that. If you're going to go and order a takeaway on the back of listening to this, like I'm not saying don't eat takeaways, but if you're having four takeaways a week, that ain't going to help. You've just linked to another thing there as well, though, right? Is that when you talk about the cost of the investment, isn't it mad that people look at coaching as a cost rather than an investment, but they're quite happy to spend shitloads of money on shit every single week? And we won't even go down that rabbit hole, but it's that that's a penny drop moment for you guys that are still listening after that run, is that it's so true. When you actually look and evaluate where you're spending your money, I guarantee you, Every single person that comes into touch with us, 99% actually, I'll go with 99% of the people that come into touch with us, I can save you money somewhere in your life and show you how you can actually afford coaching and transform your life. Um, but yeah, we will uh, we will leave it on Chrissy's rant there. If you do want more rants and you want to hear short clips of that, go follow us on Instagram, especially Chris. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll chop that one up and post that one, I think. At chrismeek.rca, that, that will be coming out on on the page and it's going to get shared everywhere um, and if you want to follow myself as well at robertabbis.rca other than that guys absolute pleasure and um, hope you have enjoyed Easter weekend and everything and we will catch up soon thank you very much cheers everyone